the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 john DePietro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website which is dipetro.com well what an interesting uh, turn of events again today is uh, tuesday and uh, as i played for you those comments from representative maxine waters completely inappropriate way out of line trying to fan the flame of trouble, inciting violence. So just to rewind the clock, yes, even the judge now in the Office of Derek Chauvin trial mentioned it after the defense said, you know, what is this? You have a, a representative from that comes to our area in Minnesota and starts to try to incite violence? Isn't that what they were all accusing back on uh, January 6th, President Trump of doing? Let's first play this were the com- these were the comments, I should say, Representative Maxine Waters, where she says, protesters, stay on the street, get more active, you know, get more confrontational. Here we go. Now, what is that supposed to mean, get more? Well... Yesterday, uh, at the White House, you had, it was a reporter for CNN asking the the Biden, excuse me, President Biden, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, about her her comments. Very clear that we get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they know that we mean business. Does the president agree with what she said about getting more confrontational? Well, I can speak to the president's view. Um, He has been very clear that he recognizes the issue of police violence against people of color. Communities of color is one of great anguish, and it's uh, exhausting and quite emotional at times. Uh, As you know, he met with the Floyd family last year and has been closely following the trial, as we've been talking about, and is committed to undoing this longstanding systemic problem. Uh, his view is also that exercising First Amendment rights and protesting injustice is the most American thing that anyone can do. But as he also always says, protests must be peaceful. Uh, that's what he continues to call for and what he continues to believe is the right way to approach. You know, you can say that, but as we all know, they have not been peaceful. And a lot of what we've been seeing, they're not peaceful in any way. I'll tell you who wants to and won't allow any type of rioting. How about the state of Florida? where they came right out, they will not allow these types of riots to take place. And that Florida uh, sheriff, Grady Judd, said, let's let's explain now the difference between a peaceful protest and then a riot. And he's got Governor DeSantis, who right now is being seen as the best governor in the country, and Florida's not going to allow it. They're not going to allow it in any way. And they held up a demonstration. One has somebody with uh, their burning and their flexing, and the rest are people marching. Encourage and more riot. We can tell the difference. And I'll guarantee you that you'll be able to tell the difference if you come here and riot. Well, see, at least what is so great about that is Florida is saying. You know, don't give us and folks, you can tell the difference as we're hearing. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Last year, we kept hearing about the peaceful protesters. The majority of them are peaceful. Even last week when you had that member of Black Lives Matter show up at the Rhode Island State House, you know, armed and then people trying to say, yeah, but the most people were. Well, well, why is he bringing a handgun to, quote, a peaceful protest? And there was at least one. They caught one. Doesn't mean there was just one. Now, yesterday yesterday this is eric nelson the defense attorney for officer derek chauvin talking to the judge judge cahill about the max representative maxine water comments encouraging violence and encouraging people to try to intimidate the jury and they're exactly right in the case let me play some of the sound this happened yesterday in minneapolis 
Here we go. So, um, I mean, but my phone gives me alerts on things that just happened. I mean, you can't avoid it. And it is so per- pervasive that it is, I just don't know how this jury, it can really be said to be that they are free from the taint of this. Um, and now that we have U.S. representatives uh, threatening acts of, of violence in relation to the specific case uh, is mind-boggling to me, Judge. Well, I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned, but what's the state's position? Your Honor, the state's position first... How about that? The whole trial could then be overturned on appeal. But where is President... Why isn't President Biden criticizing her for that? Why is the Democrat Party silent on all of this what is that suppose what do you mean we need to get more confrontational stay on the street those were her words representative maxine waters so what what is that everyone stands outside the courthouse and what are they going to do kill the jury if they don't get the verdict that they want what should protesters do well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business. Stay on the street, more confrontational. That that is someone who is. How is that not domestic terrorism? How is that not inciting violence? How is that not encouraging people to try to bully the jury into the type of verdict that they want? Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And then last night you had on Hannity. There he is, and he's looking good. Former President Trump. Boy, it was good to see him. It was a good sit down. Here's a little bit of uh, the president on Hannity. There was nothing here. We had practically here nothing. We, hold on. We started First of all, we did a great job in getting gowns and masks and all of the different equipment <clears throat> that we were building, equipment, complex equipment, the most complex, getting it out to the states because the cupboards were bare in the states, and I inherited bare cupboards. There was nothing here. We had practically nothing in this country, and now it's been totally rebuilt. We did a great job. We got very little credit for the great job we've done. And then, as you know, Federalist, it should be up to the governors. Some governors were fantastic. I could write a great book. Some were less than fantastic, and some were absolutely terrible. But we, like Ron, did a great job. Texas did a great job. Uh, So many, I mean, I could go. Most red states. It's really interesting, isn't it, though? I mean, they did a really great job. The most locked down state in the whole country is Michigan. And Michigan is the worst in our country. You know, he's exactly right, isn't it? Uh, Folks, it's absolutely terrible with that governor of Michigan. Michigan, they're way behind our area. I mean, it's not even close. I'll tell you what, President Trump was also 100% right about the situation at the border. I mean, he also talked about being uh, banned on on, uh, Big Tech. Rip apart your Second Amendment. They're doing things to this country that Bernie Sanders would have said impossible. And I don't know if Joe knows what's going on with it, because I think you have a cabal. You have a group of people that are sitting around a table just saying, do this, do this, do this. They're giving them these things to sign. It's hard to believe. Now, we're going to take back the House. He's I don't think President Biden is fully up on uh, everything that's going on. All right. We're going to have a lot more on uh, the situation, folks, obviously monitoring situation with the Chauvin verdict waiting, I should say. Will there be violence all over the country? Will there not be more in President Trump? A lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor. 
or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today. 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain. 401-272-3340. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, it's DePetro.com. You just click on Listen Live. It's time for DePetro Debate. With me is uh, one of my siblings. It is Donna Perry. She's a writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, I want to start off. This is uh, really remarkable with, you know, the events that are going on. Is It's really the nation is awaiting the verdict in this Officer Derek Chauvin trial, the death of uh, George Floyd. We want to talk about some of the, the politics involved with this. And uh, first of all, when you think about it, just the, the mobilization um, you know, the White House, everyone, every city, major city anyway, on edge. We'll talk about Maxine Waters, but this is um this is this is this is quite a moment. There's something wrong that we're all waiting to hear what the jury has to say and, and the threat of violence is looming. Yes, and, and good to be with you. Um it really is, JD. I, I people have noted, like, do you go back to the Rodney King thing? I mean, we really haven't had and this is actually I would say beyond all of that, because of what's the politics of the past few years. I mean, I I think for a lot of people and activists that they have, they want this to be that policing itself is now on trial in front of the country, uh, in my view. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of where it's at. And I think if you look at the progress, the, you know, developments throughout the trial, obviously, um, because of that tape, many have felt that the tape is the beginning, the middle, or the end, and the whole thing. And that's that's the story. That's the thing. Um, I would say what is very unnerving to it should be unnerving to a lot of people is that you know there is now a bit of a a sense of since the whole George Floyd thing happen it's kind of like mob rule and has taken over like sort of saying you know the the system has to be dismantled and all these messages that come out and we are at a point where people really are on like nothing else is being watched in this country over the next few days i mean despite all the you know normal news cycle um and in my sense if i may i i think it it's notable that how the judge had to make those remarks uh, as the 
both sides were winding down their closing statements, John. And I, I think it, it in a way, it, it's remarkable that you have a judge in that in this high pitched case that basically is almost like saying, regardless of what you're hearing out there, we are a system of laws and due process and courtrooms. Yep. And I, I do. I, th- I think that was like a metaphorical moment. You know what I mean? Like that. And we can talk about we will talk about what Maxine Waters has done and we'll what right that ahead. means. Yeah, yeah. And what we'll it talk means. About that. What is your thought on Maxine Waters? She basically she went to Minneapolis. She's yeah. A California rep. She uh, was then doing an interview and said, oh, no, you know, you got to get aggressive. We need to get more confrontation. Right. We need to stay on the street. And then. The judge said, admitted to the defense, you might have an opportunity here for a mistrial or at least, you know, to on appeal. Should you go down that because of of what she said? Donna Perry, where is this that that in Congress? Where are we that a congressperson can go in? How, How is that improving? How is that not inflaming the situation? Absolutely. And and. As we've noted, you know, her and then a few others, I mean, Tlaib and all these other people talking about like, that's what I'm saying, like her. It's very, very dangerous rhetoric for a person of this is of her standing. This is not, you know, the rally folks and you follow them and you're doing a great job with that, John. This is not, you know, another kid in the street with a sign. The fact that this is a long-serving, high-ranking member of Congress sits on very influential decision-making committees. For her to essentially to greenlight mob rule, like quote, if we don't like the verdict, yeah, um, it, you you just it, it you can't say how enough how dangerous that rhetoric is. If that's where we are, uh, and then you have member other members of Congress. Um, they want the system in general to be put on trial. And that's what I'm saying. And I think it's very, very dangerous. And someone uh, of her standing, and, and I would be waiting for others of the party. What, why aren't they calling her out? Uh, how, do you and, think, yeah. how do you think the White House has been playing this? Well, that's, and I was just going to say, this is actually a very delicate moment for Biden's White House and how they're going to handle this. I mean, I think in a way people have felt... Uh, very concerned that he's almost used racial tension and the race card as he played with the Georgia voter law. But I think this is a very big test of how they will, um, what they, the way they will phrase what they're going to say about this. They are saying he will make a statement after the verdict is out. That to me, from his side, John, has to be one of the most carefully worded statements that he's going to come out with at all mm. on anything. And I, I say that because, again, um, maybe the judge helped him in a way because he wasn't afraid to jump out. As, and by the way, we can't have a We don't have a country if we have judges afraid to yes. defend the rule of law. And I would say we don't have a country if you have a president we will not defend the rule of law. You know, the role of a president, they are really um, the highest officer for the laws of the country, by the way. So um, I think there's a lot of pressure on them to, you know, when they come out with whatever, you know, the way this goes, I think we all have a pretty strong sense of the way it's going. However, there is a difference between the man in the street having an opinion and you being Joe Biden, the president. Um, Right. And I also might note, because I think um, after all that happened last summer, I think you're going to begin to see more pushback from the public if they if there is a sense that their entire summer after going through the whole pandemic or now a year people and I don't think people are going to put up with, you know, this constant turmoil in the streets. I don't. Uh, and I'll, I'll speak more about that. And, and uh, folks, again, uh, we're speaking with Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. <clears throat> what do you think? How? What about the Republican Party? You have the, so the Democrat Party. I mean, this whole issue of Representative Tlaib and others with the defund the police. I, I think this is, uh, you know, the midterms coming up next year. I think this is a big moment for the Republican Party because the country is watching this. There's somehow a justification that if this happened, then then there should be yes. no rules. We watch the looting and the rioting again, uh, the violence towards police. I, I think potentially this is a very uh, it's a strong 
winning argument for the Republican Party because it's easy to understand. Exactly. And I think McConnell began to tip his hand as to the, you know, sort of um, the messaging they may get to. And he spoke out, (coughs) excuse me, um, yesterday and said, I don't think people want to see last summer part two. Mm. Um, Excuse me. So I think that what you're going to see from them as you say, people can readily understand if, if the way this may go. And they people understand riots in the streets more than they understand a lot of other things. That's right. Um, and I think that, that this has to be, this is about one police officer yep. and not a condemnation of all policing. And I think the party has to make that point. Yeah. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 508- 336-2110-508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Outside your home. Let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. And uh, DJ, I just want to follow up. You know, one other thing or or another element of this situation with what's going on in Minneapolis, really going around in the country, is President Biden, they can't blame President Trump anymore. He's no longer in office. This is a Biden-Harris. They own this. Whatever happens, uh, they own it. There's, There's also, I think you're starting to see that with this really hurts i think the democrats and also for instance the situation in chicago i think we're starting to break off what what was the police officer supposed to do and in, in exploiting the fact that it was a 13 year old boy that was you know uh shot and killed i i think they're gonna lose the general public meaning the protesters of as far as sympathy as you're saying people do not want to go through another summer of, of unrest uh we've been through a lot with the pandemic this is also, by the way, they're saying a lot of the violence is one of the, the problems of, of a lockdown. That's why there's been so much violence and so many mass shootings yes. and violent yeah. crime is this is another component of uh, one of the negative aspects of doing the complete lockdown that the country was in. Well, right. And I'm glad you're mentioning that because, you know, we have a, a 
you know, Fauci gets on the air and he's talking about saying, well, the mass shootings are another public health crisis. And I want to say, no, but your management of <laughs> the health crisis. And as you say, John, the, the whole these are the long term effects, in my opinion, of the unnecessarily harsh um, and all the effects of the pandemic. I've I've written about this and talked about this with you before. People have felt out of order for yes. over a year. I don't care. You can say, well, most things are back to normal. But you know what, J.D., no matter what your station in life, and certainly people who have maybe, you know, uh, less means and, and less uh, stability in their life have absolutely felt out of order. Um, you know, we have young people who, if they're not attached to a school system, they have no stability uh, governance in their life. And that's not right. talked about enough when you have the case of the 13-year-old in Chicago. Um, I also want to say the, the, just to me, the disgraceful bias reporting from the national media in all of these cases and to not portray that, you know, there's two sides to what's going on in all these interactions um, and, and to allow that their people come on their air and say a, a, a cop executed a kid. That This has yeah. to stop this language. That's right. Um, it's absolutely not representing the situation um, and that no one then says, and some of the critics, whether it was, I think, Mass, Ayanna uh, Presley and other people, nothing concerns them. A, a boy of that age is out at three in the morning <laughs> running right. around with other people who have yeah. guns. Yes. It's, it's preposterous. And where is the media to say to them, well, excuse me, wait a minute. You, you have no concern for that child. That that child, you know, you would question that that that's a parent that should even have, you know, jurisdiction of their child. So I just think that, that, that things have gone too far. And I do think that there's going to be a pushback. And, and to your point about, you know, everything is political, unfortunately, and how the Republicans play that, John, I do think in all the history of politics in this country, the pendulum does swing back. It does. That's right. So yes. I do wonder how the 2022 is going to begin to look like people are going to say, the, the pandemic and it went on too long and the confusing restrictions. And then you do have, as I say, yeah, you have mass shootings. You have a country that has felt out of order for a year. Uh, and I think these things are very connected. I think it is. And I also think, you know, this is a, a good example. And again, folks, with Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle of, you know, we, when we hear the phrase, the silent majority, you look at that representative in Georgia, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, you know, thrown off the committees and she's ridiculed. Yeah. She raised three point two million in the first quarter to put oh, that in. Wow. In uh, Can you imagine yeah. to put just put that so people have an understanding of it in context? She almost outraced Kevin McCarthy, who's poised to be the next speaker. Cicilline, who was one of the impeachment managers, the congressman Cicilline was crowing. He raised six hundred thousand three point two million. She's not even a powerful committee. That to me is an example, Donna Perry, that as people are watching all this, they don't want yeah. to be called a racist. They don't want to get in arguments with people. They don't want to be called out. But they are absolutely uh, dumbfounded at what is going on in the country, that this type of behavior is allowed. And I think Biden and Harris have been silent on this and that you can't blame President Trump anymore right. for a lot of this inaction. But suddenly people are fighting with police. Everyone's a racist. Everything becomes about that. Uh, I think and the Democrat Party is is going to own it. Let, let's talk about uh, President Trump. Last night was the first time we did get a chance to see him long form. Yeah. The, uh, sit down with Sean Hannity. I'd like to hear some of your thoughts on how you think uh, 45 came across. Well, I think he, um, you know, he carried on himself uh, very well um, in terms of and, you know, it's been a while. And I think it it just showed that, um, you know, he certainly is very fluid and up on everything when he's not having a contentious interview with someone who's trying to, you know, rip him down with, let's face it. Um, and I think that he, you know, it was interesting. He, I think he feels kind of vindicated and that came across because when you, when you see the border mess and then now really dangerous situations going on right. down there. And he, I think he has a right to say when he, and he said this a couple of times in the interview when he said, 
they they could should have left it alone. Like he, you know, it's been his view that the wall is a deterrent. It's a distinct deterrent. Um, and, you know, now it's just kind of standing there in pieces and some of it's going to just like rot. So, you know, all that goes into that. And I also think he, um, I think he pushed back on several things. Um, first of all, just with the pandemic and the vaccines and, and, you know, he, he, I think he rightly feels he did not get enough credit that they, he pushed the FDA and he's talked about that before when he said they they don't like me but i went to them and i said you know i don't want to hear about three years five years like you you got to get this thing going in terms of the the whole vaccine um you know organization um but i also think what was very notable the on, on pure politics that he did make a note and say you know one thing about the democrats they they can kind of stick together and they sort That's of right. shut up people in their party that you know kind of stepping out of line. And I think, you know, he did note that. And he said the GOP, um, you know, they're not always sticking together. I think he even took a shot and said they don't have like a Romney <laughs> who like That's will right. immediately march to the other tune, you know. Um, although, you know, they do. I would argue that they don't actually have as much unity as it comes across. I think that they are helped tremendously by really a biased national press. But that being said, you know, um, obviously the elephant in the room question is what is his intentions, you know, in the in the coming, you know, the big presidential cycle. Um, And I but I think that Republicans who may be questioned, you know, there's always a lot of various uh, reporting and social media. If people wondered, oh, is he is he just golfing? He just feels angry. Is he really involved? It sounds like he is extremely involved with cultivating a whole new, you know, breed of um, candidates uh, more immediately for 2022. Yes, so, very and much I, so. You know, and talking about that yeah. and talking about 24. Listen, it was, um, and folks, again, we're talking about President Trump last night, uh, interview on Monday night with Hannity. He, um, with John Hannity, he, um, listen, that, that's tough to lose in that fashion. It's still trying to get his, his bearings in, mm-hmm. in, you know, adjusting to new life, but that kind of, I think, will come over time. There's, you know, still a little bit of rehash of various things that happened over the past couple but of years. Not but not too when much. You also, yeah. Not too much. And Donna Perry, we also learned that that Capitol Police officer apparently now died of natural causes. Yes. First, they said he got hit with a fire extinguisher. Then he said he got died of an irritant. That was a big part of the impeachment. You had Congressman Cicilline and other impeachment managers yep. screaming the Trump mob had, had murdered that guy. That that did not happen. Uh, between that and the vaccine, President Trump, I think you're right. I think there is a sense of vindication. And when you step away from just how exhausting they were and always on him and Trump 24 uh, seven, a lot of his policies were really on track for the country. Yeah. And, and again, now coming out of the pandemic, you know, with you talk about the economy and he did know that despite People just have a rational thing of, oh, the tax cuts are so awful. He said, excuse me, the tax cuts is how you get a roaring economy. And he right. uh, touched on that, that although Biden hasn't, they, they're, they're going to go up, but they're not going to go up to the high, high level they were at. Um, and again, I think he's saying, you know, hey, look, um, I think prior to the pandemic, I, you know, I had this country in pretty, pretty good darn shape. And, and I do think the people know that. So I think... It was it served him well in a, you know, in a 30,000 foot view, John, for this reason. I was glad he didn't overly at all go back over, you know, statistics and numbers about the election and what state the votes and all that. I really mean that. I think that serves him well. I was for their point of view. uh, I was glad he seems capable to go forward now. If you'd done the interview two months ago, maybe it'd be to come out different. Um, And I do think, as you say, um, how, you know, we all know what January 6th was, but I think we're also now knowing what it was and what it wasn't. Um, And the media can only go back to that. Well, at this point, I think you have to start to close the book on that, uh, despite the media that runs to throw the B-roll up every 20 minutes, as we know. Right. So, Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry, writer, columnist for The Sun Chronicle, right here on The John DePietro Show. 
While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health. 401 305 3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, because remember, it's your health. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, Third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. We're speaking with Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, I just also want to touch on again, um, when President Biden started talking, you know, the one press conference that he did, and he was talking about the Georgia laws, and, you know, that's not Jim Crow. That's Jim Eagle. And yeah, right. that's Jim Crow in a suit and tie. You know, I, I think anything that happens in the aftermath of this uh, Derek officer, Derek uh, Chauvin verdict yep. and the other unrest you see, unrest you see in Minneapolis and other parts of the country. I mean, I don't know who wrote that line for him, but I, I think it, they he and Vice President Harris if they are not cautious, I mean, we are, are headed for an absolute summer of unrest. And someone needs to explain to them that President Trump is gone. They own it. Uh, they can't keep blaming him for, for what happened. But when you're throwing out that type of rhetoric and then you're silent as you have this type of rioting and unrest that's going around, it's, um, it's very, very dangerous and damaging for the country. Absolutely. And, and you're exactly right. And, and that's why I say... Um, he's, he's not good. And that's an understatement. If it's not scripted in front of him, he, he seems capable of just really throwing out, um, really inappropriate stuff if it's not the teleprompter. So I, I do think people are really starting to take a second look at, um, so much of his first few months, let's face it, John, this has almost been, and we've talked about it, like Biden just approaches it as like a checklist to say black Americans have grievance A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and I'm checking those off. That's and right. I'm going to say something um, because I'm seeing this emerge uh, in, in Boston. 
there are many constituencies in this country and Asians in Massachusetts are beginning to really speak out. um, And we know that they have been at the uh, other end of, of bullying and attacks And that is not all being done by, you know, what people, you know, like Trump supporters and the whole thing about China. That's actually not who's doing it. And there's a lot going on with that. And I don't not just Boston, but around the country. And I'm saying there are many constituencies in this country. And if, you know, if if he's going to carry on his presidency is kind of like he's the head of the NAACP. Like, I think like there's a point where many uh, groups and and whatever, et cetera, ethnic background, people want to feel all represented by the president in this White House. And I I do think they're going to be at a tipping point if they uh, want to keep playing what does begin to look like a race card political approach. That's kind of what's coming out of his White House. And I think it's just very, it's not only very inappropriate, not called for dangerous rhetoric, and especially in this environment with the Chauvin trial of you know, about to get the verdict. You also see, I, I think in New York where, you know, there was so much talk about Asian crime, yet every time they were releasing a photo of a suspect or, uh, you know, the person that, that is accused of doing it, they, they tend to be, they were all like a people of color. And, and that's what the backdrop of right now, Andrew Yang is the front runner to yes. maybe be the next mayor of New York City. So right. I think you're exactly right. And the Republican Party, they need to find a way to reach out, I think, to the Asian community and say you have a home here with the Republican Party, mm-hmm. not with you well, know I... the defund the police crowd. Donna Perry, I'm also curious if you caught any of the interviews with former Speaker John Boehner. He's got a book out. Yes, it's um, <clears throat> incredible to me. He seems to me, he seems like it was not that long ago, but like a relic of the past. Total cliche. Republicans need to be Republicans. Throwing the party under the bus. Uh, one of the worst interviews I've seen on Meet the Press, just because, I mean, you can't get over the guy's glaring suntan. He <laughs> he sounds and talks like someone who smokes. You can tell he's a smoker. Oh, yeah. It's just that. hard to believe that not long ago, but it just seems, I guess because, you know, he was in office and we had the Trump years. But Boehner, it, it, it just seems like a relic of the past. Yeah. And, it, well, he was also, talk about... Uh, chain smoker and was also yeah. fam- famously known to be walking around with a glass of red wine about every That's right. <laughs> every yeah. evening everything every uh, right. congressional event like you know it he, he was kind of a, in my view like an accidental speaker it happens yeah. you know i mean yes ohio um it might seem middle of the road and and he just kind of and that happens with these guys you see it in the rhode island state house they stumble along they keep mm. moving up and then you know but they're not really got the right no. Uh, stuff for that role and look people do books they got to sell a book um oh, so he's reading the media uh tone and he's saying well i'll throw them all under the bus because you know uh, wow. chuck todd will be glad to have me on the set and all yeah. that stuff or the in the zoom interview so you know I, I i agree with you i think it looks absolutely like a relic it's like well that's yeah. um and that's what happens with like when people who were in power, the country, John, you have pointed this out so well many times. The news cycle, once it became 24-7, internet, social media, the news cycle moves forward so quickly. It does. That people do like that don't realize they're like most readers are like, John who? Who is that guy? Yeah. That? You know, forget it. Like, I don't know where he enters the conversation. He's worth one interview on the Sunday shows um, and all that stuff. So... I just think, um, and you're pointing out, I think, something very important, that w- what happens in the outcome of the jury trial, this is going to be a very pivotal event, mm. as you say, for the 2022 elections. I and, so. and I want to just touch on this one more time, because um, I, I think a couple of things to keep track of. You had covered a lot of this last year in terms of when I say there's going to be pushback, this is not last summer. You have restaurant owners whether it's new york by the way and they want outside seating and they want cafes filled and they are now desperately need it they got the green light now from authorities to do it whether it's providence boston and you you want people as diners and i just don't think that you're gonna see this you know intimidation thing work anymore Mm. where people are gonna say 
because I saw that in Washington, D.C., I think that protesters just the other night or something, they, they were these females at an outside cafe and they were like mocking them saying, oh, I'm glad you're enjoying your food and wine and someone got killed in Chicago or something. So that's like right. th- that's what I just think it's not last summer. It's a disconnect. And it's you're not... going to see pushback because yep. the merchants need the uh, income. They need the business again. They're not going to say you're going to intimidate our diners. Yep. Folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, where do you think, where are we with the vaccine? Uh, obviously, this is a, a major step back. First, you had them, you know, trying to convince people to get it. But this Johnson & Johnson pause, and now yeah. Johnson & Johnson is pointing at Moderna and Pfizer with the blood clots. Uh, th- this is, um, I am Fauci'd out. I'm tired of here. I mean, I he served his purpose. But I think this is um, this is this is a major misstep with the the vaccine and the way it's being paused in this manner. Right, and I I also think, look, we said this a year ago. He's an epidemiologist. He knows his stuff in the lab. But he's been he's not good on messaging. Uh, no. He hasn't been. It's confusing and jumbled all the time. But I think at this point, what you didn't need was to have people say, oh, the vaccine could give you like a fatal, you know, medical condition, like a like a bad blood clot. Now, they're saying Johnson & Johnson will be re-released Friday. Um, at the rate, though, the other two are going I, is to me and Pfizer, they, they, you know, look, they're making like a trillion bucks on all this. So I think there'll be enough vaccine, even with the other two out there, whether they resume that or not. And um, I do think, and I noted just recently, though, why his messaging has been poor, and I do see a silver lining of uh, slowly. They have finally gotten to him, in my opinion, uh, for an interview exchange I just I had caught, where they said to him, "You you need to project vaccinated people uh, will not have to wear the mask, and that's going to come down." Now he tipped his hand briefly, and it got buried in the news cycle um, that he said something like, Todd, "Chuck Todd did say to him." Why should vaccinated people who are now immune, you know, have to have to cover their mouth and all this stuff? And he said, I think as we go along, he did say we are we will have more information and that may be pulling back. Uh, And he did say that, but it got buried in the news cycle. I noted that the state of Connecticut by May 19, I think is announcing they are dropping most restrictions. That's right. They will likely go to a mask can be encouraged. It's not a requirement. Um, I think that's where it's going, John. And I would predict you will not see masking in school systems in the fall. There's wow. no reason for it. It, it has inhibited education. I've said this yes. for a while. And again, vaccinated population is a vaccinated population. So even right. if it's not 100%, you'll never have 100%. Yep. So I, I do think that uh, despite it all, that we, you know, people need to have a more positive summer ahead. Donna Perry, touch on um, some of your uh, most recent work in the Sun Chronicle. Well, just quickly, what I wrote about last week, and it was a very sad case, and it is directly connected to the pandemic. And I wrote about um, this very awful case in Fall River, And this was a 14-year-old boy with autism who was in a very inappropriate, troubled home. Um, He was never seen or in person checked on. He's actually part of triplets, and two of the three of them have autism. And they were uh, not supposed to be sent back to a a troubled home with a drug-addicted father and, you know, girlfriend, et cetera. Very sad case. Um, Things fell through the cracks, and I wrote about this in that he, there was a six-month investigation. He was found last October. He had starved to death in that oh. setting. Um, it, it's a very sad, horrible situation, um, and I know a little bit about autism, and the kids like that have very minimal things they will choose for eating. But what the story is, there's a massive investigation in mass. Obviously, heads have rolled. And what the point is, John, the DCF, and this all began a year ago, they had caseworkers who were doing, quote, virtual checkups on that family. Now, John, Mm. you can fool people with a Zoom, and they had not 
physically gone and checked on wow. this household. And it's, uh. and the reason I feel like his death is due, he's a COVID, he didn't have COVID, but it's a death for them from the pandemic because when you go across systems like that and social service agencies and they prioritized virtual over in-person interactions, and that, let's face it, that started with the CDC last March. It's That's to right. me, the long look back of the pandemic it was a fatal mistake. You can't do that across all systems, especially when children and vulnerable children are involved. So um, it's a very sad story, but I wanted to write about it. And it was our kind of headline um, op-ed on last Thursday, and it's out there. So, Donna Perry, how can people read your great work with the Sun Chronicle? So they could see that. It's on my Facebook page at Donna Perry, and they could read the uh, very sad, sobering article, and it's thesunchronicle.com, and I tweet everything out at Donna Perry, M-A-1. DJ, great job. Stay safe, and we will talk to you. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters and the facebook page stands out purple and yellow brothers disposal again offering weekly trash collection services call for an estimate 401-688-0517 401-688-0517 come on brother call brothers disposal today put a purple dumpster in your driveway maybe you're doing some spring cleaning or maybe you want to clean out that basement the garage the attic Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401 401- 351-7600. J. Cal Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cal Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer called JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved national grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today for light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351 7600. It's JKL Engineering. 